Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is July 25th, and we will be reading paragraph 1607 through 1614 today. And it is the Feast of St. James. We are just starting our sacrament, our seventh sacrament, the sacrament of matrimony. And we'll talk about marriage and God's plan. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. According to faith, the disorder we notice so painfully does not stem from the nature of man and woman, nor from the nature of their relations, but from sin. As a break with God, the first sin had for its first consequence the rupture of the original communion between man and woman. Their relations were distorted by mutual recriminations. Their mutual attraction, the Creator's own gift, changed into a relationship of domination and lust. And the beautiful vocation of man and woman to be fruitful, multiply, and subdue the earth was burdened by the pain of childbirth and the toil of work. Nevertheless, the order of creation persists, though seriously disturbed. To heal the wounds of sin, man and woman need the help of the grace that God in his infinite mercy never refuses them. Without his help, man and woman cannot achieve the union of their lives, for which God created them in the beginning. Marriage under the pedagogy of the law. In his mercy, God has not forsaken sinful man. The punishments consequent upon sin, pain and childbearing, and toil and the sweat of your brow, also embody remedies that limit the damage effect, damaging effects of sin. After the fall, marriage helps to overcome self-absorption, egoism, pursuit of one's own pleasure, and to open oneself to the other, to mutual aid and to self-giving. Moral conscience concerning the unity and indissolubility of marriage developed under the pedagogy of the old law. In the Old Testament, the polygamy of patriarchs and kings is not yet explicitly rejected. Nevertheless, the law given to Moses aims at protecting the wife from arbitrary domination by the husband, even though, according to the Lord's words, it still carries traces of man's hardness of heart, which was the reason Moses permitted men to divorce their wives. Seeing God's covenant with Israel and the image of exclusive and faithful married love, the prophets prepared the chosen people's conscience for a deepened understanding of the unity and indissolubility of marriage. The books of Ruth and Tobit bear moving witness to an elevated sense of marriage and to the fidelity and tenderness of spouses. Tradition has always seen in the Song of Solomon a unique expression of human love, insofar as it is a reflection of God's love, a love strong as death, that many waters cannot quench. Marriage in the Lord, the nuptial covenant between God and his people Israel, had prepared the way for the new and everlasting covenant in which the Son of God, by becoming incarnate and giving his life, has united to himself in a certain way all mankind saved by him, thus preparing for the wedding feast of the Lamb. On the threshold of his public life, Jesus performs his first sign at his mother's request, 
during a wedding feast. The church attaches great importance to Jesus' presence at the wedding, the wedding at Cana. She sees in it the confirmation of the goodness of marriage and the proclamation that thenceforth marriage will be an efficacious sign of Christ's presence. In his preaching, Jesus unequivocally taught the original meaning of the union of man and woman as the Creator willed it from the beginning. Permission given by Moses to divorce one's wife was a concession to the hardness of hearts. The matrimonial union of man and woman is indissoluble. God himself has determined it. What therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.